0: To Connectivity 192, I'm your host, Nicholas Bray, and once again, I'm joined by Adam Abunasa,
1: Yahoo!
2: (laughs) Um,
0: (laughs) Becky Hollander.
2: I don't know what to say other than hi. I'm not as interesting (laughs) as Adam.
0: (laughs) You could say uh, Final Fantasy something or other, I don't know. Final Fantasy addict.
2: (laughs) Recovering Final Fantasy addict.
3: (laughs) Uh, I spent all week thinking of what to say. (laughs) (laughs) And, and uh, Chiron is
1: also with us again. Yeah, I spent the last five minutes thinking of what to say. <laughs> Alas, poor cool wallet. I knew him, Amiibo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the, uh, so I saw the uh, Animal Crossing Amiibo at the shops yesterday and uh, considered buying a couple, but I didn't. You're a stronger man than I. We're going to be getting an Isabel at some point. <laughs> what uh, so Isabel ha- is out. Uh yeah, Isabel's out yeah. The, yeah gonna game... it oh, time. you're gonna
3: buy one? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I I know, one of my need... one of my friends
2: tempted me with a lot of Amiibo the other day. He he lives over in the UK and he sent me a picture. He's like, oh yes, yeah, any of you over in the US need any of these? And there he sent pictures and it's just this wall of Amiibo. And I'm like, <laughs> if <laughs> money, <laughs> why
1: need so many of them? <laughs> but
0: so, Kyron how's your how's your finger going?
1: Uh it's 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 much better. Um I've been uh it's not bothering me anymore when I play games, so that's good. I think I I think I'm on the road to a full recovery. Nice. That is Yay. good. It's good to <laughs> hear.
2: Good news. Get well soon, guys.
1: I have to make sure to keep water away from the cats and vice versa. And and new Yoshi <laughs> Amiibo. Yes, and the Yoshi Amiibo. So, uh what have you been playing this week or doing? Uh, well, uh hunted down a mega yarn Yoshi. And it's actually mm. pretty, it's it's actually a pretty nice size. I At first, I was afraid because the Yoshi yarn amiibos are only yay big. Mm. So mm-hmm. they're sort of cute. So I'm like, if it's twice the size, that's not that. But it was fun. And um, it was fun lining out, even if it was lining up and stuff in front of a toy sauce, even if it was for 40 minutes, it reminded me of lining up for like a Wii when it first came out. <laughs> I met with a bunch of other people outside of a Toys R Us. Something about th- lining up with memories. other crazy people.
0: Lining up yeah. is fun. I mean, I I remember lining up for the weird Toys R Us here, and uh, accidentally broke someone's oh master sword.
2: <gasps> what? How did you do that?
0: <laughs> we were like just sort of mucking around, and uh, I just dropped it by accident. Oh. And then you
1: had to wait in line with them for the next X
0: Yeah, hours. Well I sort I sort of knew her. I sort of knew her 'cause she used she used to work at Toys R Us and she oh. um ran the Pokemon trading card league there. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. sort of knew her already but Were you hitting against the
3: wall looking for weaknesses?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, actually the sad thing is I was just holding it and I just <laughs> it just slipped out of my fingers.
2: Oh, just <laughs> butterfingers.
0: Yep. Yeah. Anyway, um sorry, what were you saying, Chiron? <laughs>
1: I, I, I completely forgot now that, like, i Mega I've got mega an image young of you yeah,
0: mega young smacking young. that
1: um, Master Sword against the wall,
2: <laughs> breaking some I'm
0: not even sure if the Mega Yoshi has come out here, or if, like, the stock was, like,
1: limited or something. It mustn't have come out yet, because I haven't seen one. It mustn't have, because, uh, usually I contemplate skipping the whole lining up thing and just begging <laughs> someone from overseas to, like, because mm. it's, uh, it's... It's stressful. I, I, I love the I love hunting amiibo, but like they just announced, you know, the ones that'll come out in January and February and I'm like, Oh God, slow down already. I, I need a break And <laughs> series two of the Animal Crossing Amiibo cards are coming out and I'm like you know, it's sort of like it's sort of like when they release a new a new uh Street Pass puzzle, it's like I just finished all the pink pieces on my existing Street Pass puzzle I don't need to stress out about finding people who have those pieces and then they announce a new one and then I'm just never you think you're
2: out back where you were.
3: Yeah, I think they're supposed to be fun, not stressful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Think
2: you're doing something wrong.
1: It it is it is it's it's fun until you make it stressful, you know? Until you like apply that like I won't be happy until I have a full collection. So mm. it's sort of myself, I guess. Tisk, tisk Uh Yeah, it's it's a problem. I I will need to see some help about it. <laughs> Someone, please stop there me. Yeah,
3: I think I was like just. Um, you could
0: just just wait like a couple of years, and um, you'll be able to get all the ones you're missing for really cheap and lots on eBay. I reckon.
2: You hope.
1: You hope. <laughs>
2: Hasn't it's exactly been one... a thing here in the U.S., this whole extra Amiibo thing. <laughs> yeah,
1: and there's always the question of, are they going to release that Amiibo outside of the game bundle? And they've been pretty mm. good with that, with Yan Yoshi, mm-hmm. and now, mm-hmm. who did they unpackage? Uh, Chibi, A Chibi Robo got unpackaged, so you can get yeah, that I... individually now. I'm I mad about
3: that, because Chibi out, Robo, but... is the new one is an awful <laughs> game, but I wanted the Amiibo. So now I have a physical <laughs> version of this crappy game.
2: Yeah, and you're yeah. like, "Well, dang! If I had just waited, I wouldn't have had to buy this stupid yeah, game that I don't even want."
1: But you're also not sure that they're going to do that, and I have go so far. But if they would could just announce it ahead of time, you don't need to buy the game. I'd be able to breathe easier. And... But they're
2: not going to do that because they don't want you to like hold out and not buy the game. They yeah. want you to buy and it. Now they don't got, care like,
1: how. And now I've got, like, Twilight Princess, like, on pre-order. Ah, Even though I'm, like, I don't so want excited. to buy a Twilight Princess remake. <laughs> I don't really
2: either, because I actually, I still own the one for the Wii. <laughs> so I'm like, why I, do I need a remake? Uh, yeah. But I but I want that wolf. I really want,
1: I want Wolf Link. I want that, yeah, Wolf Link. So bad. Midna Link, whichever one you're focusing on. Or two rock platforms <laughs> like... <laughs>
2: However you want to call it. Get more creative with <laughs> the names yeah. as the days go by.
0: <laughs> so, Becky, uh, what, what have you been doing?
2: Uh, well, I haven't actually played a whole lot of things since I was on connectivity, like, what, two weeks ago? <laughs> a week ago, something. Uh, but I did buy Undertale oh. to play, so there's that. I haven't started it yet, but <laughs> I bought it. <laughs> Because so, like all of my friends have been playing it, so they're just like, oh my god, this is so much fun, you really have to try it. So I'm kind of, you know, the caboose on that as far as <laughs> pulling up last <laughs> to actually play it. So I keep being like, no guys, don't talk about it anymore, I just, I want to play, <laughs> stop. But by the same token, I don't actually know when I'm going to start it, because I'm really bad at that kind of thing. Prioritizing games, you know, I've already played and replaying them before I play new ones, so... They could be waiting a while for me to actually finish. that's basically been it, really.
0: So Adam, you're next.
3: Well in, in honor of the new Pokemon Mystery Dungeon game, I decided to play the last one, which I bought and then played like once. I don't yeah. even know why I bought it. I bought Yeah, do you like this? Um, I played the first one and I didn't get into it at all. And then the second one, the DS one, I got, like, so obsessed into. Like, I wanted to do everything, and I had the guide, and was going all through it. Uh, and then this one came out, and I was really excited for it. And I played the demo, and the demo was awful and really boring. So I bought it anyways and never ended up playing it. Um, the Normally in Pokemon games, you can pick how fast the dialogue goes. But not in this one. It, it goes as fast as it wants to. <laughs> and <laughs> you can't, it's a very chatty game. Everyone has opinions about friendships <laughs> and why you should all be friends. And oh, there's a Pokemon that doesn't want to have any friends. But then there's another Pokemon that really wants to be friends with that Pokemon. And you want to be friends with all the Pokemon. So, uh, there's a lot of talk about, about being friends.
4: Um, actually, friend
3: <laughs> Got a friend of them all. Japan uh, the likes actual friendship. Gameplay... What
2: I said, Japan really likes friendship.
3: Yeah, that's that's what their economy runs on. It runs on friendship. <laughs> um, but no, the, the gameplay is, it's pretty good. It's just like the old ones. Um, a, at some point they took out like a hunger meter, which used to be really annoying. Ooh. I don't remember which one they took that out of, uh, but it was just annoying. Um, uh, but oh. I totally dig it. I'll probably get more into it. I think I'm past the sort of initial talkie talkie parts and now I can get actually go into the dungeons. Uh um, are you are I, you
1: into roguelikes?
3: Oh, uh, this is the only one I've ever played. Um
1: Well I mean it's and uh, it's hmm What are the other ones? Just like Mystery Dungeon, just the plain straight up mystery dungeon. Is Eti Etu- Etu- Whatnot.
2: Uh yeah, Etrian Mystery, Dun- Mystery Dungeon. That one was interesting. Got to play through it. Uh, well, back when I was reviewing it, um, I'd actually never played a Mystery Dungeon game before that, so it was it was unusual. It felt very Etrian, but at the same time, most of the uh, mechanics were actually kind of different. So it was like, uh, yeah, this this is an Etrian. I think this is Mystery Dungeon. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go with that. <laughs> but I think it. It added a lot of interesting or a lot of interest to the game. Honestly, I liked it a lot.
3: <laughs> yeah, the only ones I've ever played are the the Pokemon ones. Um, I'll buy pretty much anything that says Pokemon on it. So
0: makes sense. Did you buy Pokemon Dash?
3: <laughs> 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 oh God, it was awful, but DS I played range. it so much. You you should have bought. Sprung. I have Sprung. I'm looking at that too. I'm looking at my yes. DS shelf right now. In that game. And Pack Picks! I never bought Pack Picks. You should. Oh my gosh.
1: I mean, I, I was not working for Nampo at the time, so I can say that I bought it completely without agenda. But it was pretty awesome.
3: Yeah, I heard good things about it. I just never bought it.
1: The Pokemon game that I always wanted as a kid
0: was um, the, the Hey You Pikachu game. Ooh. Because it never came out here, and it
1: looked amazing. I found, I, I found it was, a... Wait, that's the N sixty four one, right? Yeah, yeah. I found one like at a at like a discount store years later, and uh, picked it up. And the microphone is pretty bad at picking stuff up, or at least my experience was. They must have repurposed it for the We Speak. <laughs> it's
3: it's not a great game, and it says in the manual that like it works great with children's voices and women's voices so any so adult man that tries sure? to get it
0: man play. Uh,
3: and I I got it for my 12th birthday so I played it as much as I could before my voice changed <laughs> and uh, I feel like I, I wasted a good chunk of my childhood when I could have been like playing outside or making friends I was but you were making friends Pikachu. with
2: Pikachu
3: yeah but he's really bad at it I would just <laughs> say things to him and he'd get this angry face and yell at me
1: well I mean it- could have been worse you could have been making friends with seaman
3: yeah i'm grateful (laughs) i never did
1: that (laughs) there you go that would not have been a good experience for a 12 year old
2: you Um, really would have regretted it later
0: they should they should try and bring that um that pikachu game to the virtual console (laughs) no all they'd have to do is make it work with the gamepad microphone
3: or the we speak
2: revolutionary idea
0: (laughs) okay so um I, this week I played, actually went back to Pokemon Y for a little Whoa. bit while I was at work, because um, I hadn't played it for ages, mm-hmm. so I was like, uh, I'm going to try and get into like trying to capture more Pokemon, get fill out the Pokedex, because every, every generation I buy the game and I start off going, yes, I'm going to get all of them this time, I'm going to do it again, <laughs> and you know, I always fall off the wagon, <laughs> so I'm trying to go back to get like, all the Pokemon, but... Uh, it's just... I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a long road ahead of me. And I'm probably not going to do it.
2: You can do it. I have faith in you. Have you guys
0: ever done the entire Pokedex?
3: Um, I never do it in one game. I'll do, like, the local Pokemon, the new Pokemon for each mm. game. Yeah, And just knowing that I have them on other games makes me not really want to like move them all and do all that bullshit mm. so i complete the local pokedexes and then in my heart i know that i've caught them all i don't need the damn certificate
2: <laughs> the woohoo <laughs> certificate yeah the only time i ever did it honestly was pokemon blue it was my very first pokemon game yeah. i haven't done it since i've yeah. just been too lazy <laughs>
0: Same, yeah. I didn't even get it all of them in gold and silver. I almost um, did,
2: but I started I think it was like the legendaries that I was a little bit uh fuzzy on. Yeah, yeah. But
0: I always thought the the getting capturing the dogs was just Oh annoying. my god, it's such a pain. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> so unfair. I know.
2: Or at least at least everything else stops and actually like fights you. You kinda have a chance, but those jerks just run and you're like, really? I got one hit in. Unless you're fast yeah. enough to put them to sleep. And then even then you're like taking you know the chance that they're not just going to wake up and run.
3: Yeah, the first time that I ran into Entei, I th- didn't know that they were traveling. Mm-hmm. So I stayed in that area looking for Entei for like oh. an hour. <laughs> I was like, so mad. I was like, "What? what is he doing over there?
0: So we're, while we're talking about Pokemon, um, the original games were announced for the 3DS virtual yes! console will be coming out next February. Are we all excited about that.
1: I I'm am exhausted. so excited. I'm <laughs> I can't. I poured 150 hours into that game. I can't. I can't give it any more <laughs> of my life. I mean, it only takes like 15 hours, oh no, like 20 finished. hours to beat. Not now the only way I played or... <laughs>
3: 15 or 20 years right. <laughs>
1: not definitely. if you want to level up all pokemon equally yeah they must all be treated equally because you know they must all know that they are there are no favorites in my pokemon team
2: Oh, are you kidding there's um, totally favorites in to my team as well <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i used to try and have like like all my all of my pokemon around the same level like my team so you'd spend a while just Training well, I would get say early in the game, you get your main starter to like, level 12 yeah. before mm-hmm. um, you go and face Brock. And um, I'd have to then grind, I, I made myself grind the rest of my team to the same levels before Me too. I in
2: and... Yeah, I actually had to. to do that, at least with my team. You know, I was very, very sparing with the other Pokemon that I leveled, unless I was going for Pokedexes and needed to evolve some things. Everything else just kind of sat in the boxes.
0: <laughs> mm, I mean, uh... I. Once I discovered the rare candy cheat, I mean that was so much easier. Yeah. I just loved like being able yeah. to right, get evolutions by just <laughs> yeah using the rare candy.
2: Yeah, I actually, I actually admit I did not do that in the only game I have ever gotten all of the Pokemon, uh, because it was I actually the first time I ever started my Pokemon game I did the rare candy cheat just like everybody else. But I also you know was young and stupid and thought catching the Snorlaxes that appeared in that area was a good idea. And it ended up glitching oh. my game, <laughs> and I lost all of my Pokemon in every single one oh. of my Pokemon boxes, and had to restart the game. So I was just like, nope, not oh. doing it, not doing it ever again.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? What happened? How, how did it? I just, I guess, guess, I put them away the in my
2: PC because I didn't want to use all of them. I caught like six or something like that, and I automatically went to my PC and I left most of them there. And one day, I turned my game on and went back to my box to grab one of my other Pokemon and switch one of them out, and they were all gone. <laughs> Like, the only things that were left were those stupid Snorlaxes. <laughs> oh, I sweet. know. And I was like, what happened? And I just, I remember being, like, super mortified and just obviously not really figuring it out right away. But I was like, yeah, it was because I caught these things, wasn't it? Crap.
3: Man, th- that explains so much about you. What? That, <laughs> that, child, that childhood memory just <laughs> that scarred <trauma>? you? <laughs> I can hear it in your voice.
2: <laughs> Cried for weeks. I never got over it.
0: So it was, I, it was pretty, like, fairly surprising, I guess, that they're finally, like, bringing them out. They're, and they're actually enabling the trading and everything. Yeah. So.
2: I, I kind of feel yeah, like I'm it's so just excited. surprising that it took this long, really.
0: Hmm. Well, yeah. Well, I just feel like the, it could have happened a while they're ago. They're so popular, the,
2: and it's just one of those things that, you know everybody, I mean, yeah, you don't really necessarily need to go back and play the old version since, you know, you have a new version coming out every year just about, but, you know, you got all of the new Pokemon fans that are younger and stuff, and I feel like they hear all of the older fans talk about the original games and the original Pokemon, and you know, so I just kind of feel like it was one of those things that for nostalgia reasons they'd release it, but also just to kind of... Bring everybody back to how it started every once in a while, and because it'd make it easier to collect some of the older Pokemon if you could trade them. Well,
0: what? But... well these won't help you,
2: but yeah, that. that's true. But because they're virtual, you know, what I
3: think happened is when the 3DS came out, Pokemon was like 16 years old, so they just missed that anniversary. So they said, Oh, we'll do something for the 20th anniversary with the original games. And then they just completely forgot about it. And then someone was like, what are you going to do for the 20th anniversary? And they were like, shit, we forgot to do anything. <laughs> We've got so nothing. They just took the games as is and dumped them onto the eShop. Like it was probably announced at the Direct for the first time, like uh, that any of the people working on it heard about it. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, we only yeah, have like is... three months to do this. Like, I guess we better get started. I'm well, I sort this. of like I,
1: games as is. Like, if, I, if, I'm, if yeah. I'm playing stuff on Virtual Console, I want to I wanna get it with all of its, you know, retro
3: glory. I don't yeah. want to
1: remaster it. I don't want new stuff. Just give it to me as faithful as possible. If possible, yeah, with yeah. the bugs and glitches and everything, <laughs> you know.
3: Mm. I hope they fix
0: the bugs. If, a virtual, if it's a Virtual Console release, they, you know, they shouldn't really go in and adjust anything. Yeah. Really. I mean, the trading's one thing, because that's sort of crucial to the mm-hmm. game gameplay mm-hmm. um so they want to preserve that but i've read online that pe- some people are suggesting oh they should go in and tweak some of the um the moves that you know don't work correctly or <laughs> tweak this and tweak that and I'm like, eh, well,
1: but then all the game facts from the 90s won't be <laughs> worth <Well, they're,
0: laughs> <don't be, laughs> it be anymore, anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah
0: yeah we the only the, the only change that i think uh would be uh, maybe a good change would be to unlock the Surfing Pikachu game in Pokemon Yellow. Yes. Because yes. um, you can't actually unlock it in the standard yeah. game. You need Pokemon Stadium. Yeah. Or it brings Perfect.
3: Pokemon Stadium to Wii U Virtual Console. Yeah, that's,
0: that's, <laughs> the, other, that's the other option, which, you know, maybe. They, they The Wii U and the 3DS can connect to each other locally. Yeah. So. That could
2: po- always be a thing. Stadium
1: would be worth a chest for that Lickitung game.
2: I know, God, I remember oh, loving games, that game. Yeah. I
1: Why played, is it I, that, like, those... some...
2: mm-hmm. I was, was going to say, I just played, I played those mini games a lot more than I did anything else on Pokemon yeah, Stadium. I'm not gonna lie. Two. Oh, they
1: were <laughs> great. I mean, it only had like a couple, but there was like there were a couple shine out ones. Like I've got Animal Crossing Amiibo Festival, and uh-huh. there's like a shine out mini game there. I mean, a shine, you know, a, uh, a standout mini game there. And it's just like, wow, mm. this is really compelling.
0: like have you played much of Amiibo Festival?
1: Uh, yes, I have, and um, I, you know, I'm, I'm used to being in the minority on this, but I actually, I'm comfortable with Amiibo Festival. It is what it is. Like I, early on, mm. like E3, it was announced, and I looked at it, and, and even then, I was sort of getting the like Candyland uh, vibe from it. But it's more than that. It's not much more, but it's just maybe I'm just in love with the Animal Crossing world because usually I've been playing it late at night and I'm, like, exhausted, but I can't just, I just, I'm not in the mindset to get to sleep. So I just want to watch Animal Crossing characters walk around town and, you know, pick up bells and shoot down balloons. (laughs) So what you're saying is it helps you go to sleep. Well, you know what? (laughs) Phoenix Wright helps me go to sleep. So that's not a bad thing, okay? Yeah, yeah. But, um... It, it, so, so it's so you, you not mind playing the, it's it's like yeah, peaceful. you do not mind playing the game by yourself then i don't it's it's like peaceful okay. you know it's like mm. it it's it's like it's it is it's more than Can-Man. i mean you walk around there's special events there's screen spaces uh you have to do every seven days uh joan comes around so you got to do the turnips game and balance risk and reward but mm. and so that's really it with the board game you've got different months you can get stuff but so you can have like different holidays and stuff, but it's it's very mellow, and it's just like mm-hmm. I can play it, and I don't need to like, you know, like obsess about like getting like like paying like super strong attention and getting and being like super invested in like landing jumps or anything. It's just I'm I'm rolling the dice, and I'm just seeing what happens in this this Animal Crossing village, and every once in a while, I yell at the computer for like doing ridiculously random luck-based things that screw me over but yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know it's it's animal crossing even in the end everyone's happy you know even even on that in that game even the bad spaces are like happy it's like oh i went shopping and bought a new tv you know i can't wait to try it out minus 2000 bells so <laughs> so it's like the bad spaces are like i'm happy i just lost money but i'm happy it feels very so animal. It's like crossing. Really positive. Yeah, it's
0: it's there, very is there animal. A, is there a tile you can land on
1: bought ten amoebas? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I haven't seen that.
1: I've seen like a tile where it's like I got my friends together and we were all playing three DS and I showed them the house I made in Happy Home Academy Happy Home Designer. So you're like, Oh I see what did there. I don't think there. it goes to the Amoeba. I think yeah, so uh not it isn't it isn't that meta, but it's pretty meta. <laughs>
0: Well, that's, that's pretty good. I did see it uh, yesterday, and I considered it, but it's like, uh, I don't know. I wasn't too sure, so... But, but it's got
1: Isabelle.
2: it just got so many, like, you Isabella know, amiibo. terrible memories of Mario Party yeah. that I just, like... It's like PTSD of wanting to pick up another <laughs> game like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true, though. Like, there are some, like... That's what I... I, I don't want to play another Mario Party game, ever.
3: I'm sorry, I <laughs> yeah. just don't. What?! Oh, I love mm-hmm. Mario
0: Party. It, the new one the the new one wasn't received that well. No, I
3: love every was... Mario Party.
1: It's fun. There, but, oh, like, like an hour of mini games is like just too much for me these days.
3: It's fun, but
2: it's just always been so intense. I remember, you know, one time in college intense. we were, we were playing what well, was Mario Party like two or three or something in the N sixty four. And uh you know, it was just the entire evening of us yelling at each other and insulting each other and stuff like that. We got down to <laughs> the very last mini game and everybody had a couple of stars and everybody had done fairly well at something individually, so it was really a toss up who was gonna win. And the last mini game, my friend Josh lost, and he or no, I don't actually I don't know if it was him or his roommate, but somebody lost and they threw a fit. And they jerked the controller, and it froze the game. <laughs> right before we got to find <laughs> out who was to win. And I just remember, like, it became just the biggest thing after that for, like, the rest of the evening. They, like, to talk to each <laughs> other. And it was just terrible. And I was like, I was just, I shouldn't have played part party. just shouldn't have done it. Was, I
3: mean, like, that's a bad awesome. Bad Beautiful story.
1: <laughs> that's awesome, but I'm, I, it's a, I don't want that to happen <laughs> in my life today. I want us so to all stressful. get along and be happy and relax. And Amiibo Festival is great for that.
3: Now, what I always loved about Mario Party is so many of them came out in March, which is when my birthday is. Ooh. And oh. I have three siblings, so it was like a, a vehicle for our sibling rivalry. Oh, God. Like every year or so, we'd all uh, tear each other apart <laughs> in the new Mario Party. Nice. Yeah, my brother moved to New York in March and his last day here, that's what we did, is we all played the new Mario Party game. And we had like this huge rotating group of people. It was all his friends, our family, everyone. Um so that made it fun. But if you're like one person or two people, it probably wouldn't be very much fun. But Mario yeah.
1: Party Mario Party is awesome. I'm just I'm just saying that Mario Party is the sort of game that's intense and you have to like yeah. be 100% engaged throughout the game because every four turns there's a mini game and that's life and death. In Amiibo Festival, you don't have the mini games every four turns. It's just you've got this like seven days and then yeah, and then this is slowly ramping up pressure of selling your turnips. So it's a much more mellow experience and much more, I can breathe and this won't get me, you know, I, I won't, I won't like have any conniptions or tantrums or whatever. It's just uh, it's a little more my my pace these days, especially when it's like, you know, midnight, and I'm like I should be going to sleep, but I'm just like too wound up.
3: I guess that up. makes
0: sense. All right, we'll take a short break, and uh, we'll come back with a, another topic um, about Nintendo entering other other markets, other areas that they could expand the influence. So, i uh, will take a short break and be back in a minute. <coughs>
4: Welcome to Kim and Becky's awesome holiday gift guide! Holiday shopping is kind of rough, and there are tons of gift guides to sort through for ideas. But get ready, toss out all the rest of those guides. Kim and Becky are bringing you this year's best gift ideas.
2: Okay, first up is two holiday classics in one package. Elf bowling one and two. After all, what's more festive than Santa knocking out a bunch of Union elves on strike with a bowling ball? Well, not a whole lot. But, because the game probably ridiculously cheap at GameStop and makes really bad crude jokes, it will make the perfect gift for that annoying 12-year-old cousin you're being forced to buy a gift for.
4: Disney's A Christmas Carol. It's a holiday classic! Or not, because this game looks seriously like the most boring bunch of minigames I've ever seen, with some creepy Disney-fied CGI characters thrown in. Though, there is this one where you get to bean Scrooge with snowballs, so there's that. Get this for your grouchy grandpa, he'll emphasize.
2: What could be better than Bird Mania 3D? Bird Mania 3D Christmas! Duh! Control Mojo and fly to Africa with your awesome itty-bitty Santa hat this time. It's 99 cents, it's Christmas! And it's perfect for that niece or nephew in your life who used to be obsessed with Flappy Bird before they broke their phones in anger.
4: For now, it's time to head back to the real discussions. But stick around for the next segment break and the last of this guide.
0: And welcome back we're going to now jump into another bit of discussion and probably go (laughs) a few random places near the end, but we'll see what happens. (laughs) So, so, um, Nintendo over the last couple of years has been sort of making, slowly making more moves into other, other areas or, you know, trying to move into other areas from apparently doing some sort of lifestyle quality of life thing to now sort of the mobile market, which isn't, you know, too far out the wheelhouse of games, but what do you what do you guys think about Nintendo moving into other other areas and branching out? I mean, they're entering the Universal um, Studio theme parks, uh, probably what next year or something. Yep, just getting underway at least. Nintendo <laughs> Land,
1: make it happen! Yes. Yeah, make it make the, make it, just make a whole theme park. Well, I for mean, Nintendo. not not Nintendo Land, but like Nintendo Land, like the game, oh, okay. like the game. The game showed exactly how it should be done. If you can make the game happen in real life, it'll be so epic. Like seriously, who wouldn't want to like, you know, be be like the 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 four links? Yeah, five. five links. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, five. You know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and then walk through shooting. Shooting Yeah, walk through a quarter cool. thing. I mean, they have like a lot yeah. of theme park uh, theme park rides are like. Um, laser t- like laser tag in a cord on a rail, sort of experiences mm. now. So yeah, they can so do it. Oh my gosh, I don't know how they do the the Mario party, the Mario chasing things though.
3: Oh, yeah, it's they just could like just the, have a a, a playground chasing each other. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like a kids area. It's just
0: they could have the um the roller coaster be themed on that Donkey Kong game. The um you know that's Tilly oh Kart yeah thing. the Minecraft thing. Yeah actually had a, like at the universal um studios thing when they get that up and running they should have stuff that you can unlock with your amiibo oh my gosh an no. and you can write. they'd make write, them totally I worth it, it so much but no
4: <laughs>
0: if you bring if you bring the star fox amiibo on the 22nd of january you will get a star fox badge or
3: you so can cool, go though. there and purchase the uh <laughs> nintendo land exclusive Monita Amiibo.
2: Okay, no, we don't need any, like, we don't need any Nintendo Land exclusive crap, no.
3: You can get it at Nintendo Land or the Nintendo World (laughs) store. And that's it.
2: (laughs) God, oh yeah. For all of us who live in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) But something like that might be kind of interesting, like, interactive with your own home Amiibo or something like that. I don't know. I feel like they... It would be interesting, but I feel like they'd kind of risk, uh, people you know losing their amiibo in the park and throwing a fit over it, like parents being like, yeah. "My yeah. child lost mm. his Mario amiibo." Yeah, ma'am, we have about fifty Mario amiibos in this lost <laughs> and found.
3: <laughs> like, which can you point wants the to... red <laughs> hat.
2: Yeah, <laughs> can you somehow put them in a lineup? <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, they could do something where they could do almost like again. I don't want to say exclusive, but I feel like they'd almost have to. Do exclusive amiibo cards that you could carry around the park and do stuff with? Because, like, Disney World does something like that with their yeah, uh, yeah. Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Um, where you get to go around and, like, do play little things with your cards and stuff. And then you could take them home yeah, and use cool them on your systems. Were... That would be really cool. It just cool sucked that you could only the get them from the park. <laughs> like,
3: a Mario or a Link. Um, and that's just who you were in the minigames. Yeah.
2: But other markets to expand into? Uh, I mean, they're already starting back from their origins and going back into toys with the Amiibo. I kind of almost yes. wonder if they're, they plan to do more with that kind of direction, with doing more of their own merchandising than just licensing the stuff out and making it like Toys to Life stuff seems really big, obviously still with even more stuff coming out kind of along that line. So I almost wonder if they can want to continue kind of opening up that market more, but, like, what else can they do? Yeah, I think they they're running do? out of
3: characters. <laughs> like, they finished Smash Brothers. Like, who's who's left?
0: They'll, yeah. they'll restart the Smash line with the alternate colored costumes.
3: Oh, oh God. God, I would buy all of the... No, no, no! <laughs> 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 don't say that! Don't do it. Do Super Mario us.
1: series 2, and they'll finally have Budo. You know, <laughs> Budo and what? <laughs> and, and Boshi. We need Boshi. Who? What? Boshi. You don't remember Boshi? No. That? With the shades? Blue Yoshi with shades from Super Mario RPG? Mm, no, sorry. Don't remember him. No. Oh, Boshi was awesome, man. <laughs> That's why I'm holding out for that, like, Boshi and or maybe those. Just, I'll just buy a blue one and put shades
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just have some many crochet shades for you. Just put your shades.
0: <laughs> so another area that Nintendo uh, could end up going into is film and television. What, how do you guys feel Very about true. them going, like, trying to do like TV shows or partnering with someone to do like a movie?
3: Well, I don't think they can do it's just, another it's so movie. Because Bob so hard. Because I mean, Bob, they can. Bob Hoskins is dead. How do you do a sequel without Mario? <laughs> Well,
1: does anyone have confidence in, like, a movie treatment from Nintendo? No, that's that's just it. It's, like, all all video game
2: treatments of movies have been terrible. Mm. Like, all video game movies have been awful. I mean, the only thing good that's ever come out of any of them was the Mortal Kombat theme song. (laughs) Like, (laughs) let's be honest. The first
1: Mortal Kombat movie is wonderfully, wonderfully bad. The others are just (laughs) bad. Yeah, the second one is just know. bad. <laughs>
3: and don't forget,
1: I and, and and I like the space the the, the Wing Commander movie on the record.
0: Well, how about just like just cartoons, I cartoon Lumbass. series? I mean, like you know, so, uh, Sega's done the Sonic Boom cartoon, and that's meant to you know introduce Keisha to Sonic. Nintendo could you know, do the same sort of thing, bring back some Mario cartoon or. Well,
1: nice I, I you know what. Don't they? I mean, their they're, they're, they're cartoons way back in the day were not bad. I love the Mario ones, the Zelda ones.
2: Just don't talk about the Zelda ones. <laughs> I didn't like that one when I was a kid. <laughs> even I was like, what is this? Why is he so annoying?
0: I don't even remember
1: Captain N, actually. I don't
2: I remember. remember that.
1: I remember the comics more than the show. Mm-hmm.
2: I feel Uh, like it's just one of those things that's going to have to be, like, I mean, it's going to have to be really good to convince fans that going into film and other media is worth it. Because any, you know, foray into that side thus far by any company has been a disaster in terms of, like, Hollywood just kind of rubbing crap all over it as far as (laughs) what they choose to do. Like, I mean, they just seem to always kind of gravitate towards the wrong things when they use original material like that. And, I mean, it's not really just video games that get the Hollywood treatment, but there's just been so few success stories with that kind of thing that it would have to be really hard to get it to any kind of success yeah. to continue with it that would actually make it yeah. worth their time.
0: Do a
1: Chibi-Robo yeah, it, movie. That would be pretty good.
3: Oh, that could be fun. How,
1: did anyone watch the Animal Crossing movie? I,
3: I did, yeah. I did. There I, was an Animal Crossing I was an anime, movie? Yeah. <laughs> I've seen parts of it.
1: Oh, that was all
3: right. I did not, not know that
1: about okay. that. <laughs> you know where I think they hit the ball out of the park, and it sort of makes sense, it's, it really fits the Japanese anime, is the Kid Icarus promotional anime they did. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. That they put yeah. out on on video, yep. mm-hmm. on Nintendo video on the 3DS. That was awesome. I was like, they released it in four parks, but I was excited to watch each one of those. So I don't know, Kid Icarus could work well. With a TV. Space. Mm. But it was, I feel like it there's something. The animate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: And I think it's too late. But I don't... Wonderful 101 should have had a show.
2: Yeah. I could have seen that. I would
3: have yeah, same, watched yeah. the shit out of that show.
0: There's your next line of amiibo.
3: Oh, God.
2: Wonderful 101?
3: <laughs> well, it's okay. It's only 100 because number 101 is me. So <laughs> I have the <laughs> me. That's true. Only a hundred. Only a hundred.
2: <laughs> you know, only a hundred of me to buy.
3: <laughs> no, but my sister and I have always had the idea of Ocarina of Time being a trilogy, kind of like Lord of the Rings,
4: mm-hmm.
3: where they do yeah. the first one as Child Link, and then at the end he takes the Master Sword, and then it's over. And then the second one yeah. is like some temples, just some filler. And then the third one, I mean, not filler, it's going to be epic and awesome. Uh, and then the third one is... <laughs> like uh (laughs) in the third one you you go back to being a child in like the spirit temple i think it is and you have to go back and forth and do stuff and i think that'd be really cool because it would tie the like the child actor and the adult actor together in the film at the same time that would
2: be really interesting
3: um and then fight ganon and that's the end
1: i like this treatment
3: she goes, just gonna... have to
2: find somebody who do it and do it well is the problem. Buy a
1: bus ticket to
3: Hollywood right <laughs> now. No, I've thought about it for a long time and I've given up now. So I'm putting this out into the world. I'd rather see it than make it. Just someone, please make screen it, make it some here. trilogy. Just and it has to no link cannot talk.
2: And don't make it crap. No
3: talking. It has to be. <laughs> you know what? Just yeah, I, I I'm <laughs> on board with the no talking. Just give me a six hour let's play. Of Ocarina of Time. That's that's what I want. I want to watch that. uh, The movie theater. um, The Netflix
0: rumor was interesting because I think it would be would be interesting to see uh, like a like a proper TV show, um, even if it was only like ten to twelve episodes long or something. Um, I don't think they should base it on any particular game either. It should you know just take take elements and invent a bunch of stuff.
1: What was the Netflix rumor again? Was it a past um, it was what, was it like a year? It was or two Zelda. ago?
0: There was a rumor going around that Netflix and Nintendo were working on developing a Zelda show.
2: Yeah, it was supposed to be, they called it like a family-friendly version of Game of Thrones, yeah, yeah. Um, which is almost an oxymoron, but you know, it's nice so to think about. i confused right now. <laughs> yeah, I cannot picture that. No. uh, it was. I mean, I was really intrigued by it just because I was kind of like, you know, if they give it the real epic fantasy treatment like Game of Thrones has had, that was like the only thing I was trying to take from that because I was like, everything else just doesn't work with family friendly. But I was like, (laughs) if they give it the real epic fantasy treatment, I felt like it could really it had potential, you know, if they were just like driven to really creating the world in a really broad spectrum, not just, you know, making some really Stupid-looking sets and calling it good. Yeah. Um, and just like I've really so putting good. the energy into the costuming and the sets and all of that. That I was like, you know, this this could be a genuine thing. I don't entirely know what they were going to do as far as, like, obviously there was no teaser about what the story was going to be or anything. It was, it was probably a young I think, boy. Most people kind of assumed it was going to be like an original.
3: And has to go save the princess. <laughs> no, I think
0: I think the most well,
2: yeah, the most
0: interesting stuff that you could like you'd pull from for like a Zelda show is the stuff that isn't even in the games. I mean the stuff before mm-hmm. Ocarina of Time started with like her Link's Mum like fleeing fleeing Hyrule and, you know, going to hiding yeah. and stuff. And then you have all the the stuff with Wind Waker like if they flooded the the land and there's usually more interesting yeah. stuff story wise outside of the main games. Yeah. So
2: because most of the preoccupation of the games is obviously to focus on what's going to make the best game mechanics yeah, as opposed yeah. to, you know, what's going to make the most epic story. So, you know, if they, they'd they have to go the other direction if they were going to develop a movie or a TV series and, you know, really consider what would be the most interesting things to see on screen as opposed to, you know, what's going to be the most interactive? How could we use this touch screen?
3: <laughs> see, but Link can't talk. So
1: are we talking?
3: No, no talking. <laughs>
2: Link could be a mute. They could make him mute. That's, you know, what, that whole representation thing.
1: It Link could be, like, Superman in, like, the Supergirl TV series. It's like, he's part Not of the there. world, but you never Small. see him, and he never says anything. He yeah. Link has to be the main character, but he doesn't
3: talk, and he doesn't talk to anyone. He just goes out into, like, caves and kills things. And that's it. That's the whole story. Yeah. <laughs> the whole show. And Brilliant. And then at the end, he Brilliant. goes, well, excuse me. <laughs> no! And we need Linkle. No! We need Linkle and Tingle yeah. in Link. Those will be our main characters. <laughs> <laughs> what Linkle is
2: tingle? and Tingle. Ting- I think he means Tingle. Well, t- tingle, tingle,
0: okay. <laughs> anyway, so so let's get back on track a little bit. Um, yeah. Was, so the main <laughs> the, confused, the topic, mean... again, is uh, Nintendo branching out into into other areas so if Nintendo does go into like some sort of um you know health thing like how do you guys think they'll le- try and leverage any of their game properties in some way as well or it be completely completely separated
3: I think it'll be separate
1: well uh I think it will be separate but I mean I think there's a there's a lot of I think there's Separation, but some, probably some connection through the smartphone app mm. and through their mm. s- smart device connections, because um, the NFC technology just really opens it up. Yeah. You know, if you can have and uh, these these low powered wireless chipsets can, that can do you know communication over a short range, then you can have that in a in an activity track, a, a pedometer, something, and then that can be, that data can be like related to a smartphone app. And via the smartphone app or via, like, the gamepad, that can be tied into the greater ecosystem of Nintendo games. So, Mm -hmm. like, when Nintendo was, like, talking about this whole quality of life thing way back, I was thinking, oh, you know, what they really need to do is, like, take the the, the game coins, the play coins in, like, the 3DS and, like, break that out into, like, a credit card-sized activity tracker device that you could just put in your wallet. So wherever you're going you can just have that in your wallet this this activity track and then you can bring it out and then you can you you can upload your play coins to something and then use that that's where I see like they could do a, a sort of like fitness quality of life thing and then have it connected into the greater ecosystem so I don't know random,
3: random no, I could see that happening with the Nintendo <laughs> account because they said that it's going to work on all of their like things not just like 3ds and wii u um but maybe even like their quality of life platform and then you can Mm. like by playing the games and doing stuff you get coins that you can use to like buy like physical things so maybe if you exercise you do get like Mm -hmm. free stuff
0: do you think it's possible that while nintendo was developing this quality of life platform that they realized that the way To make it bigger and to push it forward would be to put it on mobile and then that's when they decided to move sort of more into mobile like on top of the i think
2: definitely stuff honestly
0: maybe the mobile idea came from that quality of life yeah that
3: makes sense
2: it's possible yeah because i feel like that platform is probably the most conducive to doing something like quality of life because the idea is obviously to get you up and out and active Mm. um for the most part, and that's not really going to happen with consoles and even really handhelds because you're not really doing much moving around when you're playing your 3DS, even though you can pull it out anywhere you want. Whereas on a mobile device, you know, you might you can literally activate the app or do anything you want on your phone with it while you're doing something else. Like, I'm constantly, you know, flipping through things on my phone while I'm working out or on a walk or something like that. So I think the mobile platform is the most conducive, platform to have that whole angle come from Mm. so it's possible that that's the reason they started trying to go in this direction you know to eventually bring that concept back
3: yeah probably the only exercise i'll be getting is with uh... pokemon go (laughs) 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 let's
2: be honest that's like i keep seeing uh posts from people all over the place on like tumblr that say you know Nintendo just keeps trying more and more to get us out and socialize. You know, they make us trade to get our Pokémon. They make us do it. Now they're finally telling us, "Get out of your house to catch these stupid Pokémon. You have to do it now."
1: Hey, Pokémon, so you're saying Pokémon Go is Nintendo's no. quality of life app.
2: I think I think you know
3: there's some relationship. <laughs> I think here it's my quality of life app because <laughs> I'm probably like I never played Wii Fit. Whenever <laughs> I never play even like Mario Sports. Whenever Nintendo mech- mentions exercising, I'm just like, whatever. Like, the closest I've ever gotten is owning a Wii Fit Trainer Amiibo. But other than that, yeah, no, <laughs> no exercise.
1: You know, I I've been carrying around the Wii Fit uh, pedometer for like. Ages now, and I don't think I've uploaded it to the game in the past like six months. I just like, I need to have it on my belt. It's become a part of like my thing now.
3: You know, I I saw the so, the whole Wii Fit know. U bundle on Nintendo Store for like twenty five bucks, and I thought about getting it, but wow. they say that it works with up to a size twelve like foot size, and I wear a size thirteen, so I've just been waiting for them to come out with a bigger one. But I don't I don't think it's gonna happen. Like, could I still play it if my feet are just a little bit bigger than the the, the balance board?
1: I, I think so. I think so. I think uh, you'll just have less balance board to work with. I mean, thinking, like, Nintendo tends to be conservative uh, in their estimates. It'll probably work, but uh, just slightly less optimal. Like, if you're playing the step-step what is their, their stepping game the stepping minigame game which I love you'll just have to be a little more conscious of where you're stepping if you want to actually got it hit
3: the mm-hmm. I got so tired got when you said time. step step I was like no that's too many steps <laughs> so maybe i skip it
1: was <laughs> like why but it's such a fun minigame that's my favorite minigame in that entire thing that the rhythm stepping yeah, to music yeah.
0: So, what other areas do we think like just go go get a bit crazy? Where where could we see Nintendo going? Like, what's an idea
1: that Nintendo we could give Nintendo? Well, historically, Nintendo has been in like instant rice and love hotels, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. There's precedence for like the out there. Yeah, we can we can go crazy.
3: I want Nintendo to get into like high end home decorations, like. Just, like, super classy shit. <laughs> like, I've always wanted... I've, I can't find it anywhere, but I've always wanted a giant sticker of, like, Wall Link from uh, Link Between Worlds to put on the back of my door. Yeah. So when I shut my door, like, oh, Link is hiding there. And I can't find it anywhere. Oh, or have, like... <laughs>
2: I don't know if that'd be considered <laughs> high, high like, end, you know. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking
0: high end uh like glassware and stuff
2: <laughs> like Yeah, I know. I was thinking like silverware like <laughs> official Wind Waker <laughs> stained glass it.
3: windows. Nope. I would buy that.
2: Oh god, that would that would be fancy.
1: Dude, that that would be awesome. If I could get like a Zelda themed room, like yeah. this is the Zelda collection, you know. Oh yeah, you know, something like you know, VR Bradley. This is the Hollywood Zelda collection. Ma- mahogany desks. It would be like Animal Crossing. You know, when you get the entire set in Animal Crossing, it's like, no, I must have the wardrobe that goes with the bed, that goes with the the wallpaper and the flooring, and oh my gosh. Okay, I'll stop now.
2: I think something that would be interesting, just because it's something Disney's kind of done, would be for Nintendo to go into, like, educational stuff. They've done it in the past with, like, you know, Mario teaches typing and stuff like that, but obviously it's never really gone beyond that, aside from, you know, just... Fun video games that are kind of educational, but it would be like they had their own, you know, trying to teach kids to read, trying to teach kids math. I feel like they could totally do that if they really, really put their mind to it. I don't know if it'd be interesting for any of us, obviously, but you, if, for those of you guys, or those people who have kids, they might want to, you know, pick up pick up a Mario have you ever hooked on Onix. Pokemon.
3: Uh, Camp Pokemon no. is like an iPhone game geared at like very small children and it's an educational game but instead of teaching you about like the real world, it just teaches you about Pokemon. (laughs) Like it's a children's (laughs) game pulled from the Pokemon world and released here in our world.
2: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Wow. I don't know if that counts as being educational then.
2: I was going to say they could even teach stuff to their target demographic, you know, us, like Yeah, we'll teach you how to balance your checkbook. We'll teach you how to, you know, keep track of your finances.
1: This sounds like a brain age game. (laughs) You know what I think was one of the huge, like, really cool things they started experimenting with with the DS? It just didn't really, like, go all the way. I love the idea that you could use it as some sort of, like, electronic guide to, like, a museum. Or, like, like, an electronic interface to, like, a, a baseball stadium's you know, uh, invent like concession system or like a guide for Disneyland. You know, that was all really cool stuff, and it's sort of taken over by like mobile apps, I guess, these days. Yeah. But I think like one of the cool things is if Nintendo incorporates some sort of GPS uh, component to like a future bit of hardware, maybe it could be like a a real live permanent like guide, like a sort of like. What is the, the Louvre Museum uh, game they made? Like, if you incorporate yeah, that with yeah. Google Maps, you could have, like, historical notes pop up, like, everywhere. It's like, oh, and this building on the right is, like, a historical landmark from this. Or, like, do you hear some native plants, you know? You know, that could actually happen. And in that?
3: Because the studio that's doing Pokemon Go, their first thing was an app called Field Trip, where it worked with your Android phone, to tell you about, like, cool buildings nearby or historical landmarks. And now they're partners with Nintendo.
1: Yeah, I'm excited about the the prospect of, like, GPS and sort of, like, using that to engender a new form of interacting with the world. Because, like, what is Nintendo about? Like, they can make movies of their stuff, but they're about, like, you know, finding new modes of play and Mm -hmm. finding new modes of... Sometimes that means finding new ways to look at the world around you. And you know, not all of us can like get down on a like all fours and like grub through the plants in their garden like Miyamoto. That's what we we need Nintendo to like sort of say, hey, you know, step outside of your your current mode of doing things, of looking at things, and you know, take a consider looking at this at the same stuff from a different perspective. And so, I mean, GPS would be a great way of them to like take the way we interact with electronic. Uh, software, and add a different mode mm. of uh, relationship to it, just like they added a different mode with like brain training, just like they changed the conversation with like we fit. Yeah. You know, they're finding what are the different ways we can relate to this stuff, and maybe it isn't the traditional game, but it's very much a, uh, but it's very much like in their the word, like in their body of work to explore these fields. Mm, that just gave me an idea, actually. What if it was like
0: some sort of app that um it was like your own personal map so it just mapped where you had you have been so it's like a version, you know how you know how like in um zelda how you like the map isn't sort of uncovered unless you go there maybe you do it yeah. in real life so then you can sort of track oh, that in the world and like where you should go that is, to. That is,
1: that is awesome, awesome.
0: that would like in like incentivize people to like say oh I haven't gone to this spot on my map around where I am. Maybe I should head out there and add it to, you know, my personal map. Yeah. That'd be fun.
2: I feel like there's a lot of things that Nintendo can get into, like, with video games, and that's really what they do, is they just, they find out how video games can incorporate a lot more things than just entertainment. Mm. You know, like you said, brain training, and, and I mean, obviously with, like, Art Academy and stuff, they've gone into... Artistic, you know, oh, kind yeah. of just teaching artistic basics and, and like doing, if they chose to go into the lifestyle, you know, things with mobile, it would, it, it kind of is just what, how can they incorporate new things into their video games and make their video games part of every aspect of life you can even think of, you know?
0: You can actually buy the furniture from Animal Crossing. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you saying this? Are
1: you stating this? Did you look
3: at no, up no, on the internet No, no, they should right do now? that.
0: <laughs> so, oh. Because if so, I wanted to so link. You could actually <laughs> buy like, furniture based on the Animal Crossing furniture.
1: Well, with 3D printing...
2: That's true, it could be a thing.
1: <laughs> Someone should totally do that. Authentic furniture from all video games. Yours for the low, low price of 10,000 bells.
2: So you could be in debt just like in the game. <laughs>
1: Nintendo, uh, they can open up like a Tom Nook like, loan bank. company. Yeah, home home loans. <laughs>
0: Nintendo home oh, loans. Oh god. <laughs> and instead of listing everything in like dollars, they're listing <laughs> bells, just to be annoying. So there's like a conversion, you gotta run it through. Oh god.
2: That sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: I think I read somewhere that a bell is worth like a dime. Like, someone did the math.
0: Yeah, there's actually, like, a, a real-world money value for Bells and Animal Crossing. I think people sold them on eBay oh. for a while. What? Yeah, I think you could buy, like, yeah. like the person who would come to your town and, like, give them to you or something. I don't know. I haven't really looked into it. I just heard that it was, like, a thing for a while. It's mind-blowing. So, so maybe Nintendo should get into <laughs> cryptocurrency. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Bells is the new Bitcoin. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, jeez.
1: I'll just walk out here and shake these trees and go bell mining.
2: If only it was that's that that's easy. how you bell
1: mine. You have to get a you have to get a tree and you have to shake it. And then every X number of trees, ten bells will drop out. Alright, alright. Um, we might be at the
0: end of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um alright, so we'll g I guess we'll leave it there for today.
3: Alright.
1: All right. I, I still want to know where to buy Animal Crossing furniture. So someone make that happen.
2: This is his sincerest hope, is to find Animal Crossing furniture.
0: I'm sure there's someone on Etsy that does this, something similar.
2: <laughs> Makes custom furniture.
0: <laughs> okay, everyone, thanks for joining me again. Uh, do you guys want to give out your Twitter handles, if you remember your
2: this
1: week? Come on. I didn't check if it was correct or not. Good job. It it was okay. correct. Uh, the problem is I've got like three Twitter accounts, but I think you got the right one. I've got like two test accounts that I'm on right now. <laughs> yeah, <Wow>. at Kai <laughs> underscore Red or underscore. <laughs> Go for me last. Do me last.
2: I <laughs> just <laughs> gotta look it up again. <laughs> uh, well, mine as always is at B H Dangerface. It's easy, it's easy enough to remember. And I'm
3: at adventurebuddy Buddy Zero One, and A is the only vowel in Adventure.
0: And I'm at Nicholas NWR, and we also have the official connectivity Twitter account. If more people could uh, follow the official account, that'd be great. We could get some uh, participation from the audience, send us questions or anything. We can we'll uh, talk about on the show. Uh, we may even start running some you know basic competitions on the Twitter account. So look out for that. It might be uh, an Amiibo giveaway or something something along those lines in the future and
1: found it at kai c a i underscore red r e d underscore ah
0: you, you can calm down and <laughs>
1: finding that now
0: <laughs> okay everyone thanks again and we'll see you next time bye
2: bye bye bye, bye. Welcome back to Kim and Becky's awesome holiday gift guide. Let's dive right back into the good stuff. What to buy for Christmas? Just
4: sing. Christmas songs for Nintendo DS has three volumes to choose from. So much singing. So much Christmas. All you have to do is vaguely sing holiday classics until your relatives can't take it anymore. Perfect for that hyperactive niece in your life. Or take the reins and clear the room yourself.
2: If you can get over how creepy this Santa on the cover looks, then Christmas Wonderland 4 could be the ideal gift for kids whose parents have NEVER touched a video game in their entire lives. It's got all the intense point-and-clicking action of,
4: you know, solitaire. Do you like brain teasers? Then Santa Factory is perfect for you. Not because the gameplay is particularly hard, but because we can't figure out what exactly this game even is. Is it trying to teach words? What's up with that disembodied robotic voice? If you need to be taught what a carrot is, then how do you have the motor skills to draw lines and solve logic puzzles? What is the meaning of life? Give this to that cousin who just finished Philosophy 101 and thinks he's deep.
2: And that's it. With these foolproof ideas, you'll be sure to give unforgettable gifts. Whether or not they're unforgettably good or bad remains to be seen, but your wallet will definitely be safe.
0: Hi, it's Nick here. I just wanted to jump in at the end and remind everyone that the NWR Child's Play Telethon will be happening this weekend, December 5th at 11.30am Eastern Time. Uh, If the donations get up to the required level, Connectivity will be providing a live chat retro Mario Sunshine segment. We'll be discussing, um, you know, a bit about the history of the game and some thoughts uh, from today's perspective. So if you... Uh, like Mario Sunshine, um, be sure to tune in for that if we are lucky enough to um, reach the required donation level. Also, I uh, forgot to mention that uh, the the Connectivity Twitter account is at Connectivity NWR, and like I said in the uh, in the main show, um, we may be you know trying to get some followers, trying to get some participation, and um, we will probably be doing some. Twitter competition. So if you follow connectivity, uh, you will be able to um, be notified when there is a uh, competition underway. So thanks again, and thanks for
4: listening.
2: Welcome back to Kim and Bessie's. (laughs) (laughs) I can't, can't pronounce my own name. (laughs) Okay. Welcome back to Kim and Becky's awesome (laughs) party. The fuck. Okay, okay. <laughs> you gotta pull together. You got it together now. I'm good. I'm okay. good. They're